What's up, everybody? We're back at the Par Bar Whoa. on Island Block Radio, powered by Dash. Dash. I'm your host, Mr. Rich D. Joining me, as always, Mr. Vince T. Yo, what's up, everybody? Your favorite family member, Uncle No-No. Off a day. And the doctor himself, who's getting some water, Dr. Twisted. Aloha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I feel bad. I just sent him to get water uh, for our guest today. And, and uh, yeah, so he couldn't even introduce himself. Anyway, but Cheers. While we're waiting. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Dr. Twisted. All right. <laughs> He's running down. But uh, yeah, we're back here, guys. We're back on the live feed. Uh, also, so you, if you're watching. <laughs> He's ran from Egypt. Uh, but yeah, we're back on the live feed on Facebook and YouTube. Let us know if you guys can hear us okay out there. And uh, man, we have had another busy weekend for yes. our Wrench a Dance group. We are getting ready to ready for the Chamorro Culture Festival here in San Diego, California. It's going to be on March 30th. So we've been practicing all weekend. And if you weren't doing that, or if I wasn't doing that, I was doing T-ball. And uh, that's just, comedy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> e- either way you look at it. What comedy? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah good pretty much. It's good for the kids. I had an argument out there on the field during the during the game with my youngest son. He's telling he was telling me where he needed to play. He was saying that he needs to be the pitcher because uh, that's where all the action is, and that's where he deserves to be. And so I was out there arguing with them, like basically saying, you know, we're not going to sign your contract next year. You're not coming back to the Twin Hills League. You're playing somewhere else. Uh, we're trading you off. Yeah, we're trading you off. We're done. Okay. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no uh, prima donnas on my team. And so, uh, yeah, that was embarrassing in itself. I can only imagine what parents were thinking out there. Yeah. Like I think he's uh, trying to coach his son. I was, I was in there like debating with him. I'm like, look, no, look, that's not how it goes. No. And he's in there like throwing his glove down. He's like, no, you don't understand where I need to play. I need to be there. I'm the number one draft pick, son. <laughs> yeah. I'm the superstar on this team. Yeah. What the hell? So, uh, but yeah, man, and then we're almost ready for a Chamorro Festival. We got our show down and uh, everything's lined up. So, uh, man, it's just, it's just. Cleaning it's it coming up. up fast, man. And oh, yeah. I swear we we're just up there. No, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, we, we're yeah. just we were just at CZF right. like three months yeah, ago. Yeah, you just go by fast, man. Yeah, I'm telling you. yeah, yeah man. I, mean, I just hope this weather holds up. Yeah, this is Which nice is, right now. For those who don't know, San Diego right now we're for the last like eight years. I think we've been pretty in a drought. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we've been dealing with 70, de- uh, 70 degree winters. And uh, right. it's basically been summer for uh, 200 days out of the year. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, a cold spring. And then, oh, man, very cold. Lots of yeah. rain now. Now we're not in a drought. Yeah. And everything's green as hell. Yeah. And that and damn broccoli weed. <laughs> I tell you, son. <laughs> broccoli weed. Yeah, I just, oh, yeah, this ain't real weed, y'all. Yeah. It's just, you know, the weeds that grow on your grass. Dude, I, I was telling Noel, Uncle No-No, I was like, I could barely see my neighbor's house, man. If it wasn't for his roof, I wouldn't see that sucker. <laughs> It'd just be a damn forest right there. Yeah. It's crazy. No anyway, sense. that was my weekend, man. It was uh, it was cool. Uh, what'd you guys go got going on? Oh, uh, me? Uh, nothing much, man. Uh, just got to hang out last night uh, with some old buddies. Well, like family. Uh, I've been there. Oh, Shout nice. out to the Noah family. Uh, it's good to see everybody back together. Hey. Uh, under one roof, just because everybody's out and about. Um, but other than that, man, I'm just really trying to catch up. Uh, just with, I don't get enough sleep during the week. I you know don't? This, I, no, I don't. Shit. Well, wait till you have kids. You don't get no, no god sleep, son. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I'm not there yet. But obviously, all of y'all, right? I mean, you got yeah. kids. So. Yeah. 
I'm only 22. No, but <laughs> he's I feel, like, man, I only had eight hours of sleep, and I feel old now, Unbelievable. man. Unbelievable. I feel old because like I can't do it no more like I used to. Like mm. just like do like a three four hours sleep and pop up and be good. I just can't do it in a while. Uh, no. Yeah. Well, welcome. That means uh, you're getting old. You're getting yeah. old. Yeah. And that yeah, comes with the happens. power of the ring, son. Yeah. It kind of <laughs> <laughs> heavy is the hand that wears the ring. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oof. Oh, you got the game over ring, huh? Yes. No, no, I'm not gonna say that on live right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I know my like, wife's watching. Clear's <laughs> like, call it what you will. Yeah. <laughs> well, me, man, I, I went up to the Fred Hall show last weekend. Oh, oh right. yeah. yeah, that's why you weren't here last Sunday. I was yeah. wondering. You know, well, we got stuck up there, man. My nephew had a, a, a his. I think his rotors were going out, like the, his wheel bearings were going out on his car, and he drove up to. Uh, uh, Long Beach in, in that car And I was like Boy if You heard noise In the front of your tire You should have turned around And went back home And then he got up there And then he got a, a big ass screw Stuck in his In his tire I was like What the hell I was like Yeah you weren't supposed To be up here Your wife is mad <laughs> But yeah man Biggest fishing event I ever been to As far as You know In California Yeah Dude very big I I was like, I couldn't even get through all the aisles. They had so much stuff up there, man. Everything to like different lures, like from all the way from like Japan, dude. It was crazy. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. I mean, I'd imagine that it's kind of like the the Nam. Well, I haven't been to Fred Hall, but I've been the one in uh, Del Mar. Yeah. No, it's smaller. That, Ten times yeah. smaller. No, that's only like a quarter of, of what it yeah. is up there, Long Beach. Mm, yeah. I don't imagine. But yeah, man, it was crazy. Nice. And then, would you do anything this weekend? I know we, we hung out last night, hanging out and getting ready for CCF. <laughs> Heard you guys had a late night. Yeah, late night. Yeah. <laughs> Early morning. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up came up real quick this morning. What happened? Wake up time came up really quick. Oh this yeah. Morning. When I heard what time you guys uh, all left at, yeah, I was like, thirty. Good thing I tapped out. <laughs> yeah, I was not. I was not in for that. And that was fun though, listening to all the stories. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was hilarious. Uh, Old friends back in Guam, we almost got caught up in some shit. I was like, <laughs> 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 hey, I, I never went there. Yeah, it would have been nope, for sure. Me. Game over for you. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, I wasn't here last week. The whole family was sick. We were laid up in the oh, house yeah. with the flu. We had that 24-hour bug. Yeah. So, yeah, that sucked pretty bad. But, um, man, um, as far as the week goes, just doing some stuff with the union. Had some uh, some meetings and everything set up. And then uh, just this weekend, man, I've been with you guys this weekend. Just getting ready for CCF. Yeah. And that's it. That's it, yeah. man. Nice. It's, it's a, man, like I said, it's coming up fast. And I... I feel like I'm a little lot more comfortable about where we are as far as it as, as it's coming for the dance group, but you know, um, just like anything, I mean, you, you just deal with it as it, as it comes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, before we uh, take a break, we do have a guest that's in the house. He's yes. here at the table with us currently. Yeah, uh, he's he was here maybe two episodes ago, three episodes ago, three or four. Three. Nah, three. I don't want to say three. Three. Yeah. Okay. The Kuya from yes. San Diego. Good yes, life sir. tattoo. Ooh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> what was that nickname, Vince? What? Who ya? I don't know. What was it, Mark? Can't remember. Okay. You were calling him that. Don't worry about it. Come to you. Real soon. So, yeah, we have him uh, on, on deck, and uh, we're going to hit some music real quick, so don't go anywhere. Yep. Uh, check you guys in a few. Yep. Uh, real quick, uh, this music segment is uh, dedicated to my pops. Yes, sir. Uh, it's been about four years, so oh, and yeah. it went by quick, but uh, 
Anyway, check this out.
segment is uh, sponsored by Guahan Grill. I'll go check out uh, one of the three locations. Uh, the first one in Oceanside, California. Second one in Point Loma and the newest one in Imperial Beach. Uh, don't forget to check out CCF uh, as they will be teaming up with Novo Brazil in the beer garden along with uh, your boys from the Par Bar. Yeah, yeah. Out there, uh, providing some uh, live entertainment for you guys. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. So, uh, it'll be a good time. Yeah, I'm definitely. telling you right now, like since we took over the beer garden, or been part, I'm sorry, not took it over. We didn't take it over. No, oh, we kind of, we kind of took it over. <laughs> we, we took that shit over. All right, we're we're yeah, we did. Uh, ever since we've been part of the beer garden, um, man, it's been a good time up there. A lot of people enjoy the live music that we have up there. 
um, gives you some entertainment up there. It's not the full, the big stage, but you know, yep. something to do. Right. Um, and not just look over the the ledge and drink your beer and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Get some kind of interaction. Right. With, with your people. But our guest for the day here at the Par Bar. Yes. Sir. We got the Kuya. From Good Life Tattoo. Yeah, we out here. Uh, down here in San Diego. Uh, uh, so, Kuya was here uh, about four episodes ago, maybe a, maybe a month ago or so. Right. And um, so, he does tattoos here in San Diego. The the conversation, what I liked is that it took a, a big turn that I wasn't expecting. And so, uh, just a little bit about the Kuya, man. He's he's did did uh, some, some some stuff back in the day. Had It's like a, what, what retribution? Kind mm-hmm. of kind of story. Yep. Um, starts low, ends up really high, and then also gives back to the community. And um, for me, the conversation, and I said this off air, I'm saying on air, was definitely one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. So, the conversation that we had on that on that bar bar, I thought was inspiring, and it was awesome. Um, <laughs> Still wants to play picture. Yeah. Um, you know, and so yeah, he's back here. He's uh, we're here to talk a little bit more, like maybe like part two of uh, the Good Life Tattoo, and a little bit more. You just got back from Chicago, by the way, too. Oh yeah, that kind of sucked. What? <laughs> <laughs> Man, it, it was so cold. Once again, oh, okay. okay. Well, I was like, Once again, oh, we're about to take a hard left. <laughs> oh man, you know, being from Cali and, and how cold it was over here. Yeah. Over there, they tell you, they tell you, okay, we in uh, we we two degrees. But then when the wind chill, we negative 20. And I'm like, what is that? Because I don't even have clothes for that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it was intense. And then after that, we uh, we we, uh, we went to New York where I got to experience a rain, sleet, snow, hail, all in one shebang, you wow. know, where you try to open the car door and the door won't open. And I'm like, wow, this is the quality of life man <laughs> now i'm like i'm gonna go ahead and work extra work harder so i can like live in san diego yeah. <laughs> they, they they dream of san diego we live here yeah right, and right. we take it for granted right. but no we do but the life they have there it's a six months six months six months of heaven and six months of hell yeah yeah because yeah. yeah, when they get hit crazy. with heat waves out there they get hit with heat waves yeah yeah it's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's so they, that's what i'm saying man i tell people that all the time i'm like I'm like I'm not I'm not naive to that the fact that I live in San Diego and that we have it. I'm that I'm spoiled. Yeah, you don't have yeah. to tell me how lucky I am. <laughs> yeah. I know. Man, yeah. so lucky you live in San Diego. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah. Why? Where do you live? Arizona. Oh, that sucks, man. <laughs> it's hot right? over there. Yeah. yeah. Where do you live? Washington. Oh man, that sucks, dude. It rains yeah. a lot. Huh? Yeah. The only time I remember like, oh, that's tight, is when they go, where do you live? Hawaii. Oh, that's nice. That's mm-hmm. good. I'd, I'd live there. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, hey, it. when it hit 20 degrees, you saw people grilling. They was out there starting up the grill and, and cooking barbecue. Damn. To them, that's that's nice. And I'm like, it's barbecue 20 degrees? I'm, sl- I'm still trying to be in my heated blanket with the heater <laughs> on. And I'm just going to be like, you know what? This I'm freezing. I'm cold. Yeah. Not nah, to them. That's time to go out. Time to put on their uh, their duck boots and and their goose down jackets and their beanies. And it becomes a fashion show for them. You know. Oh yeah. They, they, yeah. They, they, it's like, hey, I didn't get to wear this for like how long? I'm about to put it on, bro. Yeah. And you know it's a trend. Yeah. And then out here, it hits 47 degrees, and you see people out here walking around the same way. 
Oh yeah, you know, big hooded parkas, oh, yeah, yeah, gloves, and scarf. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, and I'm just yeah. like, dude, you you crazy? Yeah. I'm over here like 63. Woo! Hey, there you go, man. Who is Let me break out my winter gear. Yeah. <laughs> Long John's that? eagle. Is that a goosebump? Because I'm sure you had to get new, like some shoes that was, was made for, were made for like that kind of snow, right? No. My boy told me he went out there in Chucks. And he was like, that was the wrong, that was the biggest oh, yeah, mistake. Yeah. 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 Got no one. He might as well walk barefoot. Yeah. <laughs> now, check it out. My boy, uh, uh, my boy, this this youngster, man, who's doing um, the shoes for, was that SD Fleet? That, that oh, yeah. football team. Yeah. So yeah. He's, okay. doing, he's doing the cleats. This youngster, man, graduated, graduated out of Morris. He's doing all their cleats right. and stuff like what? that. What? He did some Louis Vuitton um, um, shoes for me to match my bag. Because I'm, I'm this, this is the kind of guy I am. I go, I bring my stuff. And um, I put it in a trash bag. Uh-huh. You put something in a trash bag, ain't no one gonna jack it. Nobody want it. It's just sitting there. Cool. You put it in a nice bag, now it becomes like a prize. You're like, oh, yeah. what's in that bag? All right. I put it in a trash bag. My wife clowns me. My boy Brandon, he goes, man, you know what? You can't be going out like that, bro. So he gifts me with this bag, a bag that's like, wow. I ain't got nothing to match this bag. Right. So my boy, from, uh, my boy Alan from Axis Customs, Plugs me with some with, with the shoes, mm-hmm. a Chicago shoe, the Legacy Three One Two or whatever. It's a Chicago shoe. Uh-huh. I'm like, cool. I'm gonna floss these, right, bro? Not in no snow. They go, that's the only shoe you brought. They put these this solvent on the ground so the 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 um the ice melts yeah, and like the attraction. Yeah. Man, we went to New York in the the slush and the black ice. I almost busted my butt like three times, bro. Hey, but you look good doing it. I look good doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So you were out there. You you doing some tattoo work? Yeah. I was Is that out. common that you go out there to the east? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. It's because um they don't have no one to. You, you would trip out on how many Chamorros are out there. Really? Yeah. They, they Chicago? Got, yeah, bro. Hey. This is the funny thing. I trip out on how small Guam is to have so many people different places, bro. Uh-huh. Repping. They got full kite this, crowns this. I'm like, hey, you got something for me? I'm like, bruh. You do like everybody else. Go order it online. Yeah. <laughs> They're always out. And I'm like, wait, hold up. What are you doing in Chicago? Right. Jay Book was just out there. So oh, really? you know, people are people are making their way out there for for whatever reason they are. They they out there, you know what I mean? And they yeah. repping, they 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 uh they preserving the culture. You nice. know, it's it's good stuff, man. Yeah, that's nice. So how how often are you going out to the East Coast um and making those trips? I go on a need to go basis. You know what I'm saying? I make myself a. a you know, you test the waters. It's like anything else, man. Okay. You go, you go, you oversaturate the spot, and then like, oh man, it, it slows down. Now you make yourself scarce. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, oh, you a hot commodity. Yes. I better get in where I fit in. I better mm-hmm. drop my money now. So, see, the thing is with with with, uh, with um with this kind of business or any kind of business is you have your slow seasons. For me, I've I, I like kind of studied where it would get slow. That's where I hit my spots. That's where I would go check my traps. You know uh, what I'm saying? And, and, and I develop um, community where where you you go in there. You don't just uh, you don't just do work. You you make connections. You make those those connections that are not just for the moment, but for a life connection where you don't just, like, this yeah, is what I find about- for the long run. Yeah, right, like, right, you're yeah. for the long run. Like, if you you tattoo one tomorrow, you're gonna end up tattooing their whole family. 
Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They they loyal. Yeah. So that's what I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go out there. I'm tattoo. I'm gonna show them. I show them how I do, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give them of myself. And next thing you know, it's like, hey man, even in Guam, man, I got I just got I just got mad love over there. So for me to make a trip out there, and you know how much it costs, right? It, it's priceless. Yeah. yeah, it's priceless, man. That's awesome. Um, I did have a question, and, and this is a. I, I kind of bounced it off of the guys, and, or at least Uncle Nono, about asking you. And, and it's kind of like, it runs into the conflict of tattooing Polynesian stuff, mm-hmm. right? And I'm sure you kind of had that. Anybody ever approach you and like, hey, why are you tattooing uh, Polynesian stuff when you're not like Samoan? Or you're not Chamor? Or you're not, you're not of that culture? I think when we talked about it, we said, you know, as long as you were respectful to the culture, right. it all, yeah. it was, it was, to us, it and seems it's fine. fine. But no. I'm sure you've had people approach you with that that attitude. No, no. Oh, if they, if, if they did, they were scared to say it in my face. <laughs> because it's because prison talks, huh? Because, <laughs> no, it, it's like this: if you come across as as a person trying to, you know, you could tell when somebody's for profit. You know what I'm saying? Or you can you can see if somebody's for real. Mm-hmm. And if you come across as somebody is just trying to like uh, like uh, erentia, right? Uh-huh. It means what? Legacy. Uh, yeah, or inheritance. Like that. Yeah. inheritance. Yeah. So if if that's what you believe in, and how come you ain't doing it? Mm. Okay. So it, it goes down to it goes down to like like uh, like the pea for some ones. They like there's a lot of people that actually got mad or offended that other people other cultures would wear it, and and rightfully so. But be somebody who has one who's gone through the process and the respect. Of doing it and everything with it, then you're a rifle wearer and you're lawful to wear it. But if you did it for style, now that's a whole different thing. You know, I, I've talked to other tattooists and and, and and people that well respected in their culture and in their line of tattooing, and they go, "Why is it that this is happening?" It's because some of the people, especially the ones who are most vocal, are the ones who don't wear it. Are the ones who are, I, I guess, they would you would say cowardly. That they they wouldn't even put it on because oh man it's too hard I can't do it but yet you want to throw salt on somebody who's willing to so sometimes our legacies and our inheritance are carried on by other people but they respect the culture so much that they wear it you know and if you start thinking about okay yeah we're broken up into cultures we're broken up into skin color and you think about it he goes hold up man when people say black lives matter brown lives matter whatever all lives should matter right you know and so the thing is is why would one want to get it there's a lot of people like i've run into they are, like there's this one guy he's uh, a filipino guy he is more samoan than some samoans because he was actually born there his kids was born there so he is not of samoan blood but he is—he was born there, and he grew up in the culture. So, who is to tell him that he's not allowed to wear? You know, I've, I've never had anybody hit me up like that or in a disrespectful way. Like, why are you mm-hmm. tattooing this? I, we have our own tattoo cultures, you know. But um, people come to you because of preference. People come to you because of style or whatever. Right. But but for somebody to say, hey, you can't do that. I like to see somebody tell me, like in yeah. my face, that I couldn't, and then, and then, and then, like be like, "Oh, 
I can. <laughs> well, stick around for another 45 minutes. I'm about to hook somebody up real quick. I'm just saying, that's like you, like me saying you can't low ride, homie. Yeah. What you gonna tell them? Shit, I'm gonna be like, you better put some 13s on your car. You about to get shot up in this head. <laughs> Believe that? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a matter of like, you know, Believing what you do, mm-hmm. and if God give you the talent, because I believe that um, tattooing, like I was told, you know, that tattooing is a calling. Like, there's a lot of people that can draw, a lot of people that can do it. A lot of people even start doing it, but do they stick to it? Some people, they don't have the patience. Some people don't like messing with people they don't know or tattooing people they don't know. So, you know, it's left to those who, who kind of like hold the standard, you know, mm-hmm. the banner and like do it the right way, do it respectfully and pay honor and homage to those who came before them, you know? Right. right. It's, it's, it's interesting. And um, I bring that up because um, we've had those kind of conversations about like um, the tattoos. Huh? And the carver. Right. Yeah, so the New Zealand, there was a carver who received a Maori um, award. And the reason why he received this because for the last 45 years, he was carving and no one else was doing it. Right. But he's a white guy. Mm-hmm. So then when he received his award this year or last year, 2018, a lot of the Maoris were upset. They're like, well, why did he get it? He's not even Maori. And I, I would assume that the board was like, well, he's the only one that was promoting it at the time. Well, he saved it. Exactly. Yeah. You see, uh-huh. it's always somebody got to say something because they, it's like the crab in the barrel. You know, they hate, they they like what you do. I don't know if you've seen it. I posted a few days ago. They like what you do. They just hate that it's you doing it. And that's just like the Pharisees with Jesus. When he healed the blind man, the blind man with no faith, he didn't even know that, that Jesus was the, the one doing it or he was going to be healed and get the sight. Because his parents, they gave birth to a blind kid. So he didn't even know what sight was. Mm-hmm. But when he was healed, they had a question. Like, who did this? He goes, I don't know, but they called him Jesus. So I don't know who the carver is. Mm-hmm. But guess what? He brought it back. He brought back a dying art form, which was like, hey, man, whatever happened to that? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And he brought it back. And now they're mad. Now, that should inspire others to go, hey, right. we having this dude uh, represent for mm-hmm. us. I mean, you know what? Maybe we should teach it to our youngsters so they could bring it back. That right. inheritance, right. that legacy, yep. you know. And um, that's what, that's the crazy thing about it is like people are so quick to uh, to to draw lines when when lines shouldn't be drawn, you know. But um, I think there should be proper respect. That's why in in um in uh, New Zealand culture they have the uh, uh the tamoko, which is a tattooing mm-hmm. ring, and those designs are specific. Mm-hmm. And then they have kiratuhi, which is for non Maori. So, oh, so right. you see, there's a distinction between the both. Like, if you was to ask me, like, oh, what do you think about this and that? I'll, I should have or know a little something about the background, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because that's my line of work. Like, I'm not going to ask somebody something they have no knowledge about. Because then, yeah, you, you, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like what I just posted a while ago. Some sis, something tomorrow sister posted it. And it was, it was awesome because I like look at people's headings and what they say. She says uh, something like, uh, exposing somebody's sin doesn't erase none of yours. I was like, ooh, that's fire. That's fire. Because people out there trying to make people look bad, 
for one reason only, so they could look good. Mm-hmm. Take, yeah, take yeah, the uh, take the heat off of them sometimes. Yeah. Yep. Man, I want to jump back on that. Um, the, a little bit on Tomoko and, and a little bit on what we're kind of talking about, because uh, I'm interested to because you said something about um, that sometimes lines shouldn't have been drawn, and I want to know if you ever think there are instances where lines need to be drawn or should be. But after this little music break, we're gonna hit this music real fast. Let's gotcha. do that. Yeah. <laughs> Play. 
to you by Tracy's Tax Service at 2860 Pinole Valley Road, Suite C, Pinole, California. Come check that guy out. Tracy, get your taxes done. Boy, get you some fat return. Got that. Mm. You got that email? email? What's that? Email? It's The email is Tracy's Tax Service 2018 at gmail.com. So uh, I actually got my, my taxes done by uh, Uncle Tracy. Uh, let me tell you, he got me a nice return. I wasn't supposed to get a return at all. We're supposed to pay. And he was able to, to work some things in, so I, I got my, my money back. Nice. At least All broke right. even, like close uh, to even. Nice. So. <laughs> good, good thing. <laughs> Woo. But nothing shady, nothing shady. You know, like, you're not going to get pulled up for tax fraud, all right? Uh, if anybody is, he is. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, he's going to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, we're back here at the bar bar. Uh, we have the Kuya from Good Life Tattoo in San Diego, yes, California. Sir. Oh, yeah. Uh, but more than just a tattoo artist, man, I feel like he's also, um, what do you say it? Like a, he's a man. Spiritual leader. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, just inspirational uh, guy. And uh, so we've been talking about uh, tattoos. We left off on the last, seg- uh, last segment with um, Polynesian tattoos and being other people tattooing. Uh, Polynesian tattoos culture, something like that. Um, and then we also had a, a segment where, uh, Kuya, you were saying like that sometimes lines shouldn't be drawn, right? Where Or lines, people want lines drawn where they shouldn't be. But do you ever feel like there's a, a place where lines should be drawn within um, the art of the culture? Yeah, I do, I do. Because there's a certain respect that you should have for, for um, certain things. You know, you don't. It's like going to. It's like going to the pulpit. You know, you don't come there cussing. There's a. It's a place of reverence, a place of respect. Right. So that same thing with tattooing. There's a place of uh, respect and culture where where boundaries should be drawn, and you shouldn't cross those because those those lines are or parameters are made for and uh, uh, specifically for like uh, people with titles, suluapes and stuff like that. Like I was telling uh, brother Nono, you know. That, that in some cultures you didn't have a voice if you didn't have the tattoo you yeah, you, you know it's true. like it's like kind of like saying uh, you have your high chief and you have your talking chief you know but you would have no chief if you had no tattooer you know who, who would give you that mark you know so there's certain lines yeah that needs to be drawn or that that need to stay drawn and need to be respected you know but but uh, in the in the in the world we live in now and um with Instagram, Facebook, and the expression of art, art can be expressed on in and on many different ways. You know, as as a, a spreading and a sharing of culture. But when it comes to uh, certain motifs, certain patterns in how they're drawn, uh, certain things shouldn't be crossed. You know. Yeah, I I definitely agree. I think. And especially in the res- aspects of respect for the culture, I think we kind of even touched on that last. Um, last episode with you, where you said there's certain things that you just won't tattoo if someone asks you for right, like right. a, you know what I mean that, that those are your lines that you've kind of drawn yourself. Um, are there any aspects of uh, 
island tattooing that you've you've hit where you're like you know i can't i can't cross that line that's that's not my my area to step in you could go to this guy though he he would yeah i would not use the tools i would not use traditional tools and tapping um simply not simply because you you'd have to sit and you'd have to live and you'd have to apprentice with the suluape mm-hmm. and someone of that ranking because I do respect the masters, you know what I mean? When I see them, you know, it's it's respect because it's because of them that we have what we have today, you know? Right. And I, I it, that's, it's preserved to the people who, who actually went through the process of sitting with him, living with him, learning from him, you know, in their apprenticeship and uh, stretching with him and, and going through, through leaps and bounds to actually do that. They paid their dues. It's not like going to a regular tattoo shop right. and like someone's gonna teach you. No, you have to live with this person. Um, I have taken I have taken that in a, in a modern way where with my with my with my boys, they actually live with me, they stay with me and stuff like that. But it, and I, I never taught them actual tattooing. But what I taught them was life how to navigate, how to sacrifice. And my, my teaching was through, through Christ. You know, whether they take it or, 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 or they leave it and whatever they come away with, I would have left an impression that they could never erase probably only with Alzheimer's. You know what I'm saying? Parkinson's. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? I forgot. He's like, no, you man. know what Kui taught me? He taught me at six o'clock, or 6.30. Yeah. You can head down to 99 Ranch. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. That's tight, man. And, you know, um, like I said, man, I, I, I highly respect uh, respect you. Like, I didn't know you before the last episode. Um, and already, like, I find uh, respect for you. Um, and it's your mannerisms, the way you, you speak and, and the way you um, carry yourself. It's a lot different than, um, I guess, I envisioned meeting you. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Because the, my, my vision of you is, is just the Instagram. And so what uh, you see on Instagram is yeah, you yeah. running around. And like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is this fool doing? This guy got 80 pages of him going, oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. I know. I'm like, oh, stop yeah. <laughs> you just, hey, man, every, everybody got their, you know, little, little thing, man. Yeah. And if you can find it. You know, some people search their whole life to have their gimmick, have their thing. You know right. what I mean? But everywhere I step down, is I don't care what language you speak, you're gonna be like, "Oh, oh yeah!" yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine, man. I'm like in Malaysia, and a bunch of guys just going like, "Oh, oh yeah!" yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know you, Mister. <laughs> oh yeah, man. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I know you, Mr. Oya. <laughs> oh, Mr. Oya. Oh, yeah. Um, so you guys, I, I saw a flyer, though. You have something coming up. Is it, is it March 26th or something like that? 25th. I'm going to be in Chicago again. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, it's it's one of those. Uh, my wife's delivering soon. She's like April, late, late, late oh, April. Right, oh, right. yeah. We right there, brother. Oh, yeah, man. Congratulations. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so before before she gets like before we deliver and stuff, man, she's been bugging me about getting out there or just getting out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's gonna be the last ditch effort to get out there. Okay. Yeah, I think you said March twenty fifth to, to the. I'll be back on the second. The second. That's about a week. Okay, and yeah. you are you booked up out there? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's He's good. like, I ain't walking out that much in the snow. Oh, yeah. you, you, you know, before you build the house, you got to count the cost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're going to bring the whole family out there, you, you got to know that everything's taken care of, man. And, and that's how I roll. I don't just roll sporadically, spontaneously, which it looks like it. But things got to be put in place, man. I'm not going to go to a place, do a show. It's like doing a music show yeah, or yeah. something. Doing a concert, you got to sell tickets first. So you make sure you got people to perform for. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. You don't just show up and play and wonder why you didn't make yeah. it. Yeah. Unless you're Ja Rule and you got 50 Cent buying the first three rows of your concert. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we got everything's prepared. But but the, the beauty of it is, like I said, you build community. Yeah. You, you practically have to do nothing. So, you know... Um, God bless the, the people who actually support me, man. Cause I got like it's funny, a family that is that that uh, how I say, I started a good life family out there. So the house I'm gonna stay in, they're actually gonna be in Hawaii. I'll be staying at their house. Nobody there. I got a car to drive, and like oh, nice. they get home and I spend the rest of the time with them. And I got a shop to go tattoo at. I get the keys, so. It's like being at home but not being at home. Right. Being at home but colder. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, cool. that that's, that's good life. That's dope though. It is. It, it <laughs> is. So it's like it's like I don't even know. All I can say it's not me. It's all God because left to my own self, I'm very destructive. I'm self-sabotage. You know, I I don't know if I told you like I had that addiction back in the day. No one could I I wasn't a person you could trust. Yeah. Man, I got the codes to people's house. I got the keys to their cars. I'm like I'm family, you know what I'm yeah. saying, and 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 I would not, I would never compromise or like put that online for nothing, man. Yeah. yeah. But it's not me; it's all God. Yeah. Just you know, you know when, you know when um, God will put you in a position, man, where it's supernatural, where it's so you can't boast about what you did. I did this. I did that. It was because of what I did. No, I can't do that. Because of the person I used yeah. to be, why would this happen for me? Right. Why would people do this? But it's it's the God in me, it's the Jesus they see in me that they do it for, not for me per se. I just, on that extended hand, or I just show God's love to these people who probably, you know, like one time, I don't know what it was, man. Me and my wife, we used to have an argument like, like people do. Uh-huh. And, and she goes, what is wrong with you? And I said, I don't know. I don't even want to talk about it. You know what I mean? And it was like, no, nah, we're going to talk about it. I said, I don't want to talk. She goes, no. And then I said, I said out my mouth, man, you know what? I'm tired. I'm tired right now, man. You know, I'm tired of being this. I'm tired of being Kuya. And she goes, she stopped real quick. She goes, oh, so you tired. She goes, the reason why you're tired is because you're doing this on your own. You're doing it on your own strength. You know what I mean? She goes, if you say you're tired, you're doing it on your own strength. That's because God is not the center. It's you. Your ego, your pride. Let that go. And she goes, let God do it. And he goes, if you stop doing what you're doing, you know what you're doing? You're like taking away the only Jesus some people will ever know. And I had to wake up. 
I had to snap out of the funk. I had to snap out of whatever demons I was dealing with. I don't know what it was. You know, when, you know, the, the sad thing about depression and all these other things that people are dealing with, they don't have somebody to check them and say, snap out of it, fool, you tripping. My wife checked me and she says, man, I don't know what you tripping on, but it got to stop. You got to give it to God in prayer. I was saying, man, I don't even want to pray. Ooh, I said, I don't want to pray. She goes, well, I'll be praying for you then. But you can't. It's, it's, there ain't no stopping. And then it was like, through God, all things are possible, man. I let it go. It was like, it was like, a, still, I was dealing with it after a few days of little trying to shake it, man. But you know, when I did, I came back stronger. Nice. Yeah, man. <clears throat> I hear that. Oh, that's crazy. There's, there's yeah. moments where. Here's it. You get so busy, man. You get so caught up in, in trying to trying to satisfy everything that you need to and accomplish. Yeah, and everybody. Yeah. And at times, you just kind of like break down. I have those moments, man. Yeah. With, man, with the sure. dance group, with friendship, with work, you know, with just stuff. And I'm just like, damn. And you gotta snap your neck, and you're like, ah. And you know, good thing you have like a a good woman by your side. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I mean, I do too. She helps me out. She tells me, you know, just shake it off, man. Like, take a break. Relax, he'll be there. You know, I, I think that's why, um, you know, when you when you marry your girl, you know, it's, we thinking it's the perfect scenario. I love this person and this and that. No, you don't even know that person. You comfortable with them. Mm. You don't know who you married to till 10 years after the fact. Mm. You just barely scratching the surface. But when you get to know that person, that person gets to know you and they know how to push your buttons. Yeah. Then you know. Yeah. <laughs> then, then you know that is your soulmate because you it's two uh, imperfect people brought perfectly together. Mm. And 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 oh man, if, if it was anybody else, dog, yeah. I know she would have she would have walked out on me a long time ago, or or I would have just gave up. Mm-hmm. You know, because um. You know, and you're in those those moments by yourself and you think you could just start over. You know, you get prideful. Yeah. Like, I could just start over. I could yeah. do that. I don't you know, need you. If you're doing... <laughs> What's wrong yeah. with you? Yeah, when you're, when you're doing yeah. bad, you go like, I could do bad by my damn self, Jeez. you know? Yeah. Not me. I was in there like, I was like, oh, man. I don't want to do this all over again. <laughs> this is a wrong. This is, this is hey, a lot. That, this is a lot of power here, right? son. Yeah, you you got to think about keeper. Man, uh, man, Queen, man. Once again, I want to appreciate. I uh, say thank you and, and just appreciate you coming on the show. Man, we love we love having you on here. Um, you got to be another regular. Yeah, man. Because I feel like this is like a. I'm, I'm with it, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Come on, <laughs> Co- Coach Kuya now. Yeah, so come over here and help us out on Island Block Radio, man. Um, All day, every day. We have some but, calling counseling or something. Man. Hell yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. What your problem is, huh? You <laughs> let us know, Coach Kuya's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I need some truck rim and stuff for my mini. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need that long spokes. <laughs> um. But you, I mean, I want, so on Instagram, let us know where the, everyone can find you at on your Instagram, where they can get the, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. At the Kuya, baby. That's Kuya. it. You know what I mean? Nothing special. Just at the Kuya. Yeah. That's at, on his Instagram and also Facebook. Yes, sir. Um, And then just spot downtown, the Good Life Tattoo. Yes, sir. Uh, what's the address down there? It's um, 465 16th Street. 16th? Yes, sir. In downtown San Diego. Um. What else you got? Anything else you got going on? I know you're going on Chicago, 
So if you guys are out there, well, actually, you guys can't even get tattooed. He's already booked up for that. So oh, yeah. you Can't never know. I might meet him up at the airport. I mean, I, I make time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Layover flight. All right, so if you're out there time. in uh, Chicago, yes, sir. You doing New York trip this time or no? I will be. I think it's in July. There's a show in Albany Park. Okay. That we're gonna do out there. Okay. It's crazy out there, man. They got them Puerto Ricans, so you just put a little coqui on them, <laughs> Taino sun on there. You know what I mean? It's it's really it's it's about respect, man. And um, if you go look into other people's tribal traditions, they have it because you know the thing about tribal tattoos, their motifs, mm-hmm. they just might have a different meaning, but the geometrical shapes, man, is where the power is at. You know, yeah. It, it, it's the coming together, the interweaving of things, and that's what culture is. Nice. And so you'll be there in July, New York. Yes, sir. And then this, uh, is it this week? Next week? It's, uh, I think this coming this week. week. I think. This Not week? Um, 20, 25th, right? 25th. Yeah. You're leaving on the 25th? Yeah. All right. So he'll be out there in Chicago, man. If you guys hear, uh, catch him out there, um, you could book him on maybe Instagram or Facebook. Yes, sir. Um, but if not, you also got, um, uh, what is Salapel? Wait, no. Salap. Down here in San Diego He'll, he'll yeah, be yeah. still down here in San Diego During that time Yes, sir. Um, Like I said you guys catch him in downtown San Diego um, Man Anything else you got Want to announce Man there's You know what It end up being another segment man <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this though You know what I think in, in the darkest hours man When you're alone man The light is that much brighter whether it's a matchstick or a candle flicking in the in, in the window, man. When things are the darkest, look for that light and just go towards it, you know? Because because the thing is, that glimmer of light is that is a shining hope. And the closer you get to it, the bigger it gets. And you just got to keep going to it. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the last time that we had spoke, it was, uh, what, what would you rather be? Would you rather be underneath the spigot that poured forth the blessing? Or do you just want to feel the sprinkle on the side? You know, it's time to start being uh, frontliners in the fight instead of sideliners watching because of the true, the true like mark of valor is those who fight. So fight with those who are fighting, man, and you be victorious in the end. You feel me there? You know, feel yeah. player? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spread the love. Yeah. Spread the love, man. He left us last week, last time with the, with the, the same thing, man. Yeah. With that being said, man, thank you for listening to Out of Block Radio, Post right. of the Pacific. Where I got you. I got you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, man, we heading out of here. Thank you, Kuya. Cheers. Escalators. Shoot. Shoot.